Would you listen to yourself? Valerie, no man is worth getting yourself in this state over. Mel Gibson, maybe, but not Ted. Valerie, come here. Just sit down, honey. Relax. Have a mental margarita. Hey, okay, is... now I'm going to show you something that's going to totally change your life completely forever, okay? Well, in that case, let me get a cigarette. You got little alien house guests? Let's see them. My panty shields make me feel fresh all day. Are they straight? I don't know. They're aliens. Uh, this is Mac, and this is uh, Zebo, and this is Woodlock. <coughs> well, they're just darling. Get them out of here. <coughs> uh, they can't leave until the pool is drained. And you know, Ted, I mean, if he finds out they're aliens, he's going to want to call Washington or dissect them or something. I mean, I think we could just make them look more sort of human. Yeah, I thought you never wanted to see Ted again. I don't. I just want to talk to him. Valerie, this is insane. Oh, God, they're like throwing up on my stuff. Come on, Candy. Well, I see split ends are universal. Welcome back to the show. Good to be here. Welcome back. Yes, indeed. I love this movie so much. It's so good. We'll get into it. <laughs> I feel like I could watch this movie once a week. Probably you could probably quote this movie from beginning to end. Yes. Uh, yes, indeed I could. Well, listeners out there, my name is Pete. And I'm Scott. And, and these, these are, are the, the movies, movies that, that made us gay. gay. Welcome back to the show. We got a good one. I'm excited to talk about it. Yes, indeed. We got a great movie. We got a great guest. Lots of fun on mm-hmm. this evening tonight. Scott, let's talk about what we just saw. Well, we are FaceTiming with friend of the pod, Moran Colossian. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the show, Moran. Welcome back. Good to be back. <laughs> you were last on for our baby boom episode, and you had your child in tow he's just <laughs> yeah. turned a year old he's not yeah. on the call yeah he's not not here with us today oh, darn. he's sleeping oh wake him up yeah i'll go get him <laughs> but we watched earth girls are easy directed by julian temple release may 12th 1989 oh earth girls are easy so a good day. yeah may 12th 1989 where was i hmm I don't remember. And this was and this was sort of a nineteen eighty eight holdover because it didn't it Yeah, I saw that. It uh oh. debuted at the Toronto Film Festival where sure. uh they showed it there and it wasn't released until the summer of next year. Oh, you're talking about TIFF? TIFF, yep. You you're talking about TIFF? <laughs> Probably the early days of TIFF too. <laughs> okay. Young TIFF. Young TIFF. I, I love TIFF. Uh so Julian Temple. I don't know all that much about Julian Temple. All I know is that he did his previous movie, Absolute Beginners, was kind of a big box office bust. Warner Brothers was going to distribute and fund this movie, Mm -hmm. and then they sort of pulled out 
after the performance of that movie, and it ended up getting picked up by uh, the De Laurentiis Production Company. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense because the De Laurentiis family are a bunch of weirdos. It seems very on brand for them. Yeah, and they, I mean, they funded like Dune, and I think like Raffaella was really into like sci-fi. I just watched Dune for the first time. <laughs> what did you think of that? I liked it better than I thought I would. Oh, okay. It's got but, uh, <laughs> it's got your favorite Kyle MacLachlan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's great. I he was going to say Julian Temple is Juno Temple's dad. He is. So crazy. Mm-hmm. She was nowhere near born in 1988. No. No. <laughs> is she like super young, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't think she was. I think He's a nineties yeah. kid. Yeah. Probably born right. in like ninety two or so. Sounds right. Maybe even later. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, this movie is so weird. Like the the tone oh. is so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't I really to- Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really have a big background of this movie. I knew what it was for a while, but I don't think I really watched this movie until we were all over at Matt Sharp's house for a movie night. Sure. And oh, they showed Earth Girls Are Easy. You were probably there, but that's the yeah. first time I ever properly like sat down and watched it. Wow. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been you've wa- been watching this movie since you were a kid, right, Marie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. It was real it was just so much fun. Yeah. So colorful and I also, I don't know what it was, but my mom kept me real informed on, like, the relationships in Hollywood. Oh, mine too. Yeah. So <laughs> I was very invested in the Gina Davis, Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. marriage. And I, I just remember being, like, downright angry when they broke sure. up. I was like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and this- you know, there's certain couples that people get, like, attached to because they look right together. Yes. Like they're both so tall and mm-hmm. they have the same overbite. And it's like, <laughs> why didn't like, why couldn't you make this work? Yeah, you're absolutely right. If it, they, if they can't make it work, what hope yeah, do any of us have? That's what it <laughs> I like to think that they still remain very good friends. Cause they strike me as a couple that, uh, once they were divorced, they still kept up with each other. And this rounds out the trilogy of the three movies that they made together too. Yeah. What is the first one that they Transylvania. Transylvania 65,000. Which I've never seen. It is also very weird. It's a comedy. It's, it was suggested with this one, like yes. in the whatever app. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it usually is. It's a comedy. It's a little bit more like a kooky kind of absurd comedy like this one. Um, Julia Davis is a sex pot. This movie showcases just how beautiful... Gina Davis. That slamming body. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, <laughs> also, like Amazon. Yes. Tall. Yes. Beautiful like, long legs. Gotta be, be like, like at least 5'11 or taller. And yeah. I know that Gina did start out as a model. And I remember when she would go on talk shows like Rosie, she said that she used to be a hand model. So she sort of used to be like a body part model. <laughs> Well, just wow. like whenever you probably needed beautiful hands or a nice set of legs for like a Whatever. Nair commercial or something. Yeah, they they did well to cast her as a manicurist. It was pretty good. Yes. I always thought that I could have been a hand model. I think I might have missed my calling. I definitely could not. Oh. Gina, Gina Davis, just Renaissance woman, model, archer, Academy God. Award winning Seriously. actress. Yeah. 
when that when that like started coming to be, I was like, of course, of course, she's an Olympian. Like, <laughs> also uh, Mensa level intelligence, yeah. right? Remember yeah. Mensa. Mm-hmm. Um, Gina. 1988 was a very big year for Gina Davis because she made Beetlejuice. This this like was shown yeah. at Toronto, yeah. and uh, she did the Accidental Tourist, which she won the oh, Oscar yeah. for. That's and that was sort of a supporting yes. And that was sort of a surprise win. Like I don't think that she was really predicted for that category that year. Yeah, was that like a Marissa Tomei move? <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was as shocking, but it was just <laughs> she was a little bit just a long shot. Um, did she wear that like menswear inspired gown that year that she won? No, I don't think so. I think that she just wore a really chic silver. Well, she always dress. she was known, especially mm-hmm. when she was married to Jeff. She was known for fashion uh, risks, out of the, the box fashion yes, choices at the uh, at the award shows, which I, I my mother also loved and and kept me uh, abreast of. This movie, not only did it kind of solidify, you know, my love for Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum, but it really kind of introduced me to the B-52s. Yeah, great soundtrack. So good that, you know, the B-52s definitely had a moment in the late 80s, you know, with uh, with Cosmic Thing probably came out in like 80, 88, 89. Yeah, um, but this movie just had uh, so many hits in it. And it's uh, that thing when you're a kid and you're not real, like you just kind of feel like songs are part of a movie's score. You're just like, oh yeah, the song's from that movie. So to me, like B-52s, I just always associated with this movie. And I associated with how this movie portrayed a specific version of Los Angeles. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Obsessed with it. Gosh, what a what a time capsule it is so beautiful it's like a fantasy land version of los angeles i love it very very specifically it is the valley and they're like we are in the valley (laughs) there's like a scene where there's a a dupars Mm -hmm. in the back which i love dupars anyway and i was like where is that location (laughs) which dupars was that i had to get on it i think it was encino which it says is closed forever Uh, okay but, but I was like, oh, curses. <laughs> like, I missed my chance. I think the Dupars is still in Pasadena. Isn't it still here? Oh, over, yeah, yeah. Over by this Veggie Girl? That one is 24 hours. <gasps> wow. Actually, both are. The one at the at the farmer's market. Sure. That's so interesting because nothing in Pasadena is 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Like, I feel like I really hold on. If I find something that's 24 hours, I, like, oh, mark yeah. it in my brain. Like, yeah. Make a little for those times. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. This um the the scenes where they're just driving through LA and you see all these landmarks like I did notice at Dupars, there's a tiny nailers steakhouse. They drive by Circus Liquor. Circus Liquor yeah. in North, North Hollywood. Hollywood. Um Randy's Donuts, so many like uh, LA icons including one Miss Angeline, our friend. Oh. I mean, National Treasure put her on the California state flag. With that I couldn't believe it. Corvette. You know, watching it with my sister, you know, who's had like the same life I have, basically. Yeah. Granted, however many five years younger, but um, she was like, "Who's Angeline?" Oh, no. And I was like, "Your sister should know who Angeline is." Yeah, even her husband, who's from Texas, was like, "Oh, she's famous from these billboards." Yeah. <laughs> 
I think there might still be billboards like up somewhere. There's got to be at least one. Well, there's yeah, there's one as you enter the like the front scene of the movie, the first scene. Oh yeah, panning over Hollywood. There's a big one. Mm -hmm. Well, the Angeline Peacock series is going to be out soon with Enemy Rosam, so I'm curious to see if they have Mm. erected billboards for advertisement for it. Yeah, they should. Be nice. Uh, we have a an Angeline story that we'll talk about uh, when we meet Angeline in the movie later on. But <laughs> yeah, uh, this movie also why I kind of latched onto it, and just another just check mark in my book of like movies that turned me into a homosexual. As I watched this movie over and over and over again as a kid, I memorized all of Candy played by oh. Julie Brown, just all of her dialogue. I love the world that she's it living is, in. It is so sharp. <laughs> so The good. songs, like I remember the songs because they played the songs on MTV. Yes. And she, she was on MTV. Yes, indeed. Do you guys remember a show called Remote Control? I loved yes. Remote Control. Right. So we had MTV briefly in that period. <laughs> Yes. I mean, we, and we got it again later, but like much later. (laughs) And then, uh, but yeah, she was on remote control, right? Mm -hmm. My sister bought, and I don't know where I can ask her, but I'm going to say she bought at pick and save, which is now big lots, uh, remote control home game. Oh my gosh. Do you still have it? I think she might still have it. Oh my God. We have to break it out. So cool. Like, she and I would just play, just the two of us would just play remote control, the home game, and just loved it. And it's like that thing of like that this movie has where it's like, it's like a, like a Spencer's Gifts kind of like blew up, you know, that thing where it's like when you were a kid and, or like a teenager and you'd go to Melrose and there would just be like a store with crazy kooky things. Yeah. And just like, you're just like, oh, that would be cool to like, when I have like a house when yes. I'm an adult to have this yeah, like house. a neon cactus or like, oh. you know, just something like weird like that. There was like, do you, there was a store called Light Bulbs, et cetera, that <laughs> had just, just the cool neon. Like I've never been in that store yeah. <laughs> to this day, and I'm sure they don't exist anymore. But it was like right on the corner of like the main drag of my hometown, and because mm-hmm. you, you'd pass it at night, and oh, it would have yeah. all of the beautiful neon, like the, <laughs> the cactus, and you know whatever else you have. And it was just like I want my room to look yes. like that. Yes. So I was reading about when Julian Temple directed this movie, mm. his attention to detail like that did sort of send the movie past its budget, may, its budget and also its shooting time because he was just oh. putting so much work into it. Sure. Kind of those little attentions to detail yeah. with all of the scenes. It pays off, man. Well, yeah. It did pay off. <laughs> and yeah, he went for the long game. Yeah. You think this movie would have been like the cult classic it is no. if he had no. Yes. And it's one of those things that it didn't make a lot of money in its no. the- theatrical release, yeah. but yeah, it just... They considered it like a flop. Yeah. yeah, it just got all of this cult following from cable showings and people renting it mm-hmm. on tape. Yeah, I really feel like... Because we did have HBO, and so those movies that HBO played morning, afternoon, and night, <laughs> we watched them every single time. Every time. And, <laughs> like... <laughs> Didn't matter if we watched it, like watched the second half at nine a.m. that day. We're going to watch it again at three thirty. Yes, for sure. And just Julie Brown. So she co-wrote the movie. The movie I was reading was partially inspired by 
one of the songs called uh, Some Earth Girls Are Easy off of Goddess in Progress. So she had a huge hand in the making of this movie. Yeah, she is a treasure. Did you know that when I first moved to L.A. within like the first five months, I was an extra in a Julie Brown music video that was being shot at Akbar? Wow. It was a parody of um, Kesha's... um, TikTok? TikTok? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was an extra in the video. If you look it up on YouTube, I'm not in... You're not featured. I'm not featured at all. But I was there. <laughs> I remember yeah. her being super sweet, like very in it, like energetic, just wanted yeah. to have a good time. Yeah. Good. I remember uh, Just Say Julie and her yes. show on MTV. And why With I love... Yeah. <laughs> Well, the reason that I loved Jesse Julie was because she did that thing and it was very kind of like Elvira, like a video would play, but then she, they would like interrupt it with her. Like they would drop her in or she would just comment on it. And I just thought that was so funny, so clever. And yeah, just like these parody songs are, are so wonderful. And um, she fits into this movie perfectly because her aesthetic at the time just, you know, t- like tiered skirts and you know yeah. leggings and just it's a very like um, like almost a stereotypical 80s look yeah that she's doing but she's doing it really well yeah, yeah. um I, this movie also like you were saying the attention to detail it's crazy because like it's populated by a bunch of crazy people like yeah old women with beehive hairdos yeah you know very b52s yes yeah exactly um gina davis's character valerie is val Val. she's a nail tech Mm -hmm. and i love that she's just like super into it she's going to a cuticle convention which what is that um she works at a at a salon called curl up and die when she breaks out that (gasps) that um, blow dryer and she's <laughs> blow drying her nails in the car like that yes. that just sets me up for the type of world that this movie lives in yes. and I yes. am so the here for it scheme in that scene yeah. really takes me to like literally 1989 yeah. with <laughs> like I had these LA gears that mm. were purple and pink like yeah and then yeah. everything that was being built at that time was being painted like peach and turquoise <laughs> oh. and um, that shopping center that they're at, like yes. that's that's the color scheme that's going on, and she's got her like <laughs> turquoise blue uh, convertible Mustang. Yes, sure. everything like, so beautiful, and perfect. Her car, her wardrobe. You know, oh. she's a nail tech, so she's got like the crazy nails. Which I mean, nowadays in twenty twenty, the the manicures that she has is kind of like, you can get that now, you know? Yeah. They've come back. Yeah. My mom, like my mom gets, okay. My mom gets manicures I'm right. You know, right now quarantine, she hasn't had a manicure in a while and she's like, re- reminds us all the time. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but as long as I can remember, my mom would always get manicures and, you know, she would just get normal, like a square tip, you know, like a mom manicure. Um, but in the past few years, she gets, you know, like a fun little design. Sometimes yeah. she'll get something seasonal. Um, so now the nails that she has are kind of like, oh, yeah, that's a cute pattern. But in at that time, I feel like it was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Those nails are nuts. Yeah. You know, at the salon that they're working at, that would be like a destination salon. Oh, yeah. 
it's the it's, type of it's, it's the type of world that you want to live in when you're a kid. What you want to <laughs> it's the type of world that you want to live at when you're a grown up. Mm-hmm. That's what. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like oh, if once I just like get my own money, I'm yeah. gonna make like I'm gonna put all this cool shit in my house. Color. I'm gonna have a pool. <laughs> yeah, her pool is so beautiful. And like all of the pool toys that she has oh, in it, like man. she's an adult and she's got those that like iguana. Yeah, that looks <laughs> real. real. <laughs> the hand inflatable. Uh, I did look up the house. It's in Northridge, and you can look oh, at it on wow. Google Maps. And the pool is on Google Maps. <laughs> oh, excellent! I hope that they consider themselves very lucky that they live in the house from Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Some of the props that she also has in her house, you know, her backyard has like these really cool pool toys and stuff. In her house, her one phone, the phone in the kitchen oh. is a heart. Love it. Heart. Oh. Mm-hmm. The heart phone is great. And then in the bedroom, she has the cordless lips phone. Yes. Even better. Which, cordless. Let me tell you this. I think because my sister had a lips phone. But, you know, mm-hmm. it was corded, as they were. I think it was a prop. I think they just got a lips phone. They just made and it. And they just put a hinge on it, stuck a, stuck an antenna on it, and they were like, here you go. You can, like, not, you know, not be corded. You're the coolest woman in the world. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like my sister and I coveted the cordless hinged lips phone. That was like, oh, my <laughs> God, what the hell. And Her, if- the kitchen is so beautiful and wide open. Yeah. And then she's got that martini table, like, in the entryway. <laughs> There's, like, yeah, it's, is it a table with, the, like, the olive in it? Yes. I just didn't know if it was, like, a sculpture. It's a glass top table. Oh, my God. There, her fridge also, I feel like, was like a vintage style because there's that shot from the inside of the fridge looking mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're circular, like, yeah, shelves. Yeah, but then it... Yeah, that kept throwing me off because the fridge was square. Mm-hmm. When they would come back to the front, I was like, that's... That's not the real free. Or maybe just that was just a fun design so you can get stuff in the back. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I would do that because, yeah, it was like a half circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she, the, the set design was very, like, uh, vintage inspired. And just like, yeah, just like the, <laughs> the store that they opened on the Facts of Life when Edna's Edibles burned down. And oh, yeah. they and they reopened it. What's as it called? Over Our Heads. Over Our Heads. Yeah, so it was a novelty yeah. store, you know. Just the same place that sold that giant, um, that giant couch from uh, my two dads that was like the shape of like a, like a fifties car, but it was oh, like yeah. a couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, very like uh, out of this world, like Evie's bedroom and out of this world, you know. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. The hand chair, um, yeah. So I, I'm I was in love with just looking at everything, and I think I even saw stuff today watching it that i had never noticed i'm, I'm sure that's it's gonna come to me um we, uh when we watched it like my sister had my sister likes to have the subtitles on oh you yeah know? she's <laughs> getting older but like uh <laughs> um sometimes so you catch things lyric, yeah it is really helpful and like yeah. there were all of these lyrics to the songs that like i yeah. maybe just glossed over or whatever but it was like oh gosh wow well, Ten times smarter than I even knew. The lyrics to "Cause I'm a Blonde" are like, oh my god, <laughs> so so good, so good, so smart. Like those jokes. Well, and hold the, on. Um, who's the one they can't resist? A brand new girl. Yeah. 
That one yeah. had some real oh, zingers yeah. in it too. Yes, it does, and she goes through them like it's fast paced. You know, but- I feel like her intro to that song. Mm-hmm. I just have on a constant loop in my head. <laughs> a perm. A perm. A perm. A wave. A butch. A butch. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, the butch, man. <laughs> I also just like the the stretch again of like Gina Davis being so dull. Mm-hmm. Like, you're yeah. Doris Day, Gina. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, meanwhile, she, like... She's freaking slamming. Yeah, meanwhile, she's got a slamming bod. She, like, lives in this cool house. Like, she <laughs> does, like, crazy manicures. Yeah, she's she, on top of things. Yeah, she's got, she's got a lot of stuff going on. She wants to have sex constantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that I noticed this time around that I just kind of... It's one of those things when you watch a movie so many times, especially when you started watching it as a kid that you kind of take things for granted that you don't really catch. Um, Val says a lot of things that don't make a lot of sense. Um, like one of them being that, uh, Finland is the capital of Norway that I always just like let fly. (laughs) But (laughs) that's some like Julie Brown humor right there though. Yeah. Uh, and then another, it's like Valley girl. Yes. Another one. She says, um, you give a man an inch, they dig their own grave. No. What about... <laughs> what, what the hell does that mean? Where she, she's talking on the phone to Dr. Love, and oh. she's like, well, a relationship is like a porcelain nail. <laughs> like, it goes off, and like, she keeps going, and you're like, this is making perfect sense. And then she's like, and then you don't bring home nurses. <laughs> like, yeah i love that. i love that though yeah that was definitely a good line we both laughed out loud when she said that whole yeah. that whole speech a porcelain nail they're acrylic well now you they can are. crack it but it's never gonna be as strong as it was <laughs> especially can't keep bringing home nurses mm-hmm. i felt so bad for the this poor nurse character she's yeah. you know like first he brings her home and it's like okay Maybe she doesn't know that Dr. Love is engaged. engaged, But then when they do meet her again at the hospital and she's got those big 80s glasses. Yeah. And they're just. And she's so smiley. Yeah. She's so nice. Yeah. I feel kind of bad for her, though, because all this shit keeps happening to her. And she's just like, ah, you weirdo. She just thinks. Because also, Gina Davis is so nice to her. Like, she doesn't even realize. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know he had company. (laughs) And then, uh, uh, when they start talking and she just thinks that they want to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not into that freaky shit. (laughs) So I definitely noticed in this viewing Mm -hmm. that Charles rocket kind of is a stud and he has a slamming body. (laughs) Like when you look at how trim he he is, like that, that is a tall glass of water right there. The dad from Hocus Pocus, the dad from Hocus Pocus can get it. May he He's rest the in dad peace. In Hocus Pocus. Yeah, oh, yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Mind blown. <laughs> he died of like a drug overdose. Oh, Actually, I thought he committed suicide. No, yeah, he committed. Oh, suicide. Commit- even worse. He um he was on SNL and he was fired for saying the f word. Yeah. Which happens. Jenny Slate's live show. Yeah, yep. Jenny Slate. Um, but yeah, he went on to do some movies and he's in this. And there are. He's Dumb and Dumber, man, with Jim Carrey right. again. Old friends. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. We were talking about Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans and like their living oh, color yeah, yeah, connection. Yeah. And I think that they still remain pretty close to this day, too. Yeah. We saw like a tweet or something that Jim Carrey posted. 
Yeah, and I feel like, like recently, and I feel like whenever they do an in living color reunion, you always see Jim at them. So he still, That's I think, feel, yeah. like keeps up with that. He's never like too good cast, for yeah, yeah for any of that. He's not like Jen Lopez. Yeah. Oh yeah, but Damon Wayans. Uh, while we're talking about him, he uh, he's a lot older than you think he is. So I was looking <laughs> up the ages of both Jim and Damon when they made this movie. Damon was twenty seven, and uh, Jim Carrey was twenty five. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, because Damon Wayans, Damon Wayans Jr. is like forty five. I when I found out that that was his son, yeah. I was like, "How?" Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but I was like, "Okay, you know, maybe he had him when he's like, like 20. And then I, I looked it up at the time, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, oh, right." Like, and Damon, <laughs> Damon Wade's also has a filmography that I forget he's in so much stuff. Yeah, like you see him like, everywhere, like Blank Man, like Marcy X with Lisa oh, Kudrow. I loved Blank Man. Mercy X. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Bet you haven't thought of that movie in a while. No, I've not really been remembering Mercy <laughs> X. Oh, jeez. Deep pull right here. Yeah, that is that is for sure a deep pull. Um, <laughs> it was probably a really fun set with both Damon and Jim and Julie and Jeff. And I bet that, yeah. I bet that just going to work was so much fun. Did did you guys catch the maybe it's just like me thinking about how maybe spending three months with Jim Carrey would get on my nerves maybe but like <laughs> when she's hugging them in the pool at the end and she says uh, with luck I'll miss you least of all I'll miss you, <laughs> least, I'll of miss you least of all and I was like oh like I feel like that might have been on the cuff <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I never thought of that but like yeah. <laughs> and if it was, that's genius that they left it in also. Yeah. <laughs> but I love, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. And Michael McKeon. So I always forget Michael McKeon is in this movie. Like I, uh, like he sort of disappears it, into this role. It's a different role for him. I actually read on, or my sister read it to me that, that, um, he was originally supposed to play Dr. Love, and then oh. Charles Rocket was supposed to play the pool guy, and then they switched. Interesting. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, Woody the pool guy's funny. Um, I, and again, it's one of those things that you kind of forgive a movie, or you don't even think about it when you start watching it as a kid, but because cause I'm a blonde, that whole sequence, is mm-hmm. it a dream? <laughs> yeah, or it, yeah, it's like thrown in there. Yeah. Like that was one thing where I was like, oh, I mean, this they could have done a better job with like putting this in here. Yeah. So I was reading um, that it was dropped in at the last moment. Yeah. Like it was a reshoot that they picked up like way and, after they had wrapped. And that's fine. But like in the continuity of the movie, he's like, okay, get in the car. We're going to go to the beach. Then they're like in the car. Then because I'm a blonde happens. And they're at the beach, sort of. And they're at the yeah, and they're like judging the competition, and they're like background mm-hmm. dancing. So in are the they song. coming from the beach when they go to the gas station? No, then? because he says bef- we're going to make a yeah. pit stop before we get to the beach. So it's just a a Julie Brown fever dream. Then. Yes, I think yeah. so. Maybe this whole movie is just her character has been hit on the head in the nail salon and she's <laughs> dreamed all of it. Yeah, Can't, it's candy? what happens after mm-hmm. she makes out with Whiplock at the club. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just in that love state. 
Oh my god, the club. Uh, yeah, the- <laughs> I, brief- I briefly want to talk about, because um, I'm a blonde, and the dance sequence and how it really gave me um, Back to the Beach vibes. Yes. yes. You know? Um, and we're such suckers for just California. <laughs> like, how do you even describe that? Just sort I don't of. No, it's just kitschy. A like, California beach. kitsch yeah, fantasy really- land. Yeah. Yeah. And. What beach is it? I don't know. I mean, Zuma. Is it Zuma? Yeah. Okay. They mentioned. Well, that's what they say. That's what he said. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably shot around there. Sure. Why not? But yeah, the, I mean, the actual continuity of the geography is crazy because they're at Randy's yeah. Donuts, which is like in Inglewood. But who cares? We we can forgive all that stuff. Yeah, but okay. um, because it's like see. a it's like a theme park version of L.A. Yes, that is. Yeah, that is for sure. Um, especially after um. Val meets the aliens, which their space. Oh. <laughs> okay, the opening credits sequence clearly is one of those '80s animated mm-hmm. opening credits sequence. So, it's which like, I love. Okay, so this isn't literally the movie. This is an animated sequence. But then, like the spaceship looks like a toy, and it's like yeah. intentionally looks like a toy. I think. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like this is a bad movie and the special effects are cheap. It's like, no. It's, well, because they were, yeah, it's it's very smart because it's like we're never going to pull off yes. like a real spaceship. Yeah. Look. So let's do this like totally campy. Mm-hmm. like 1950s B movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but in color. Yeah. And the front of the ship also kind of looks like a hot rod, like it's got a grill. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it works perfectly with like sort of the storyline, mm-hmm. like not being able like when she's like oh it's my new pool deck (laughs) (laughs) and And it's like is it a car i don't know yeah and i think it's uh, funny how they play with the perspective of when they're in they're little the spaceship they're little (laughs) and then they sort of grow big when they get out i love that i think it's cool and also all the controls in the ship are just like it's nothing it's not it's nothing it's not scientific it's just completely like just a fun set um so they they land in Val's pool in the valley. She is, you know, she's just had this horrible night with Dr. Love. We didn't even talk about her makeover. Uh, this. So, I mean, this makeover <laughs> scene is when this movie sort of like, buckle up, you're in for a wild ride because yeah, there are musical yeah. numbers in this movie. And it just sort of smacks you on the head and is just like, all right, get ready for it. And, you know, I have to say that, like, normally that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, where I'm like, oh, they're singing. They're singing again. <laughs> but, like, in this case, of course. It's just like it, Julie Brown, like, taking your hand so well. and yeah. just being like, okay, we're going to walk through this movie. Like, let you, me take you let me take you for this ride. Yes. Um, Julie Brown also offered the alien makeover scene. We get two makeover scenes. Yes. Uh, we have a clip of the alien makeover scene and we're going to talk, we're going to listen to in a minute, but you know, Val is not happy in her relationship with Dr. Love. He is like, clearly he's having an affair. They show this to us at the beginning of the of the movie because he walks into the house late. She's already mm-hmm. asleep in bed and he's yeah, got checking his collar. Yeah. And he's got a hickey and he's like mm-hmm. covering it up. And so she goes to the nail salon. She tells, you know, Candy that, uh, you know, we haven't had sex in two weeks. Candy flips out. She drops her coffee. Drops I love, the I love when she drops her coffee. <laughs> um, 
And I love the idea of this like novelty of the computer program with her face in it and like the blue, yeah, yeah, yeah. blue eyes. <laughs> so, Which looks so freaky. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, it's like MS Paint. Yeah. It's like a weird MS Paint. Like they just go blue like yeah. right over her eyeballs. Turn these 20 pixels blue. <laughs> yeah. And okay. So we get this fun dance sequence to Brand New Girl. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing, but the best part about it is her Lon- her Lonnie Anderson makeover. Yes, this Very. wig that they have her in. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I mean, c- certain women can pull off being bleach blonde. I don't know if Gina Davis is one of them, <laughs> but she looks it great though. Feel that way, but. They all f- I didn't understand. So is it is it meant to be her real hair? Not that I need to like dye. Well, well you, see her, like you see her dyeing her hair back. back. And I'm like, okay. She's dyeing it back. Like she has her hair in yeah. saran wrap. So she's dyeing it back brown. So I'm assuming they bleached her out. Like, you know, in the, in yeah, the universe. Yeah, they the bleach. So. Yeah. In the universe of the movie, I think we're to believe that they bleached her hair. And she has to okay. bleach it back. But I mean, yeah, it goes back to the same texture it was, which would never happen. <laughs> never. You know, that's a dream world. <laughs> that's my one problem I have with this movie. Um, she also oh is God. wearing blue contacts in that whole scene. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, after Dr. Love brings Vicky, the, the nurse, mm-hmm. home and they have this big misunderstanding, she kicks him out. And Go to bed, Mrs. Mertz. And good for her. Like, you know, she did, she does a good throwout job. She's not like, I know she like goes back on it a little bit. Yeah. She, she stays pretty good. Yeah. Throwing the sushi at him. <laughs> yeah. Such an and, then she's, and she's not even like sort of like what she is most angry at is that he hasn't had sex with her and he yeah. brought this woman to have sex yeah. with her. Like, it's not even like the cheating thing. She's like, you were going to have sex? <laughs> Without me? I was going to yeah. say, I love all of the setups to the scene because it uh, puts you in perspective of uh, sort of dating advice and columns and new agey stuff from the 80s. She talks mm-hmm. about like a pyramid above her bed to help with yeah. sexual energy. She's trying to turn them on with sushi. That seems very 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And then she has the essential oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was Wesson. Yeah. Just this California new age. Yeah. And Dr. Yeah. Love is talking with his guy friends at the gym, and they mention oysters. Gross. They did that a lot, and I feel like in a lot of 80s movies, because even I, like, you know, as you go along, even though you're a child, you keep, like, hearing yes. these references, yes. and it was like, oh, oysters, aphrodisiac, mm-hmm. oysters. Whatever, and I'm like, what does that even mean? And then eventually, when it hits me, I'm like, oh. Yes, and I feel like as as adults now, like me and my contemporaries, never, you never would ever call something an aphrodisiac, like who, no. like that kind of language. But like, I'm sure they did that on the have like referenced oysters on the Golden Girls. Yeah, you know, it's I'm stuff sure. like that. We would just see it yeah. in popular culture. It must have been everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Val's song her number oh yeah oh my goodness i love this song it's so good (laughs) and gina davis is actually singing it no i think it's is it not gina davis i but i I choose to believe it's gina i don't think i I was like whoever is singing this couldn't possibly be gina davis but they're doing a good job yeah and yeah i I feel like as a kid i was just like no that's not no and yeah 
it, but that, that sort of adds to it. It adds to the charm of it. Mm-hmm. Of it, you're like, you're like, this is great. I like to yes. remember that it's Gina singing. And I mean, we we would be remiss if we don't mention the outfit that she's wearing during yeah. all of this. Yeah. It's, she's laced into her waist has got to be like twenty four inches or something around. Yeah, in this like white. Her legs. Those crazy yeah. Gina oh, Davis proportions. Yeah. Yeah. When she runs out of the house, like she <laughs> yeah. looks like an actual Barbie doll. <laughs> she does. Because like, she's backlit and so she's sort of like just a silhouette and mm-hmm. it's like, like that doesn't look like a real person. No, yeah. Because the, the form is so like tiny yes. on the waist and then just like <laughs> 95% legs. Absolutely. She is part uh, gazelle maybe. She might have a little... Amazonian a woman. gazelle in her. <laughs> is she from the Wonder Woman Island? I don't know. Well, she's definitely from a different gene pool than I, than, than me. I'll tell you that. Um, but that song's amazing. We, we might play a little bit of it later. The Ground You Walk On. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and she's and she's trashing everything she in the house. She is destroying this house. Great <laughs> like, trashing. Like the, full on the, the flashbacks though too. Yes, <laughs> of like her and cheerleading and clumsy this football play. And she's just been like attached to this dirt bag for most of her life. Yeah, like this guy's like everything that she knows about dating. Yeah, which is kind of sad. Well, let me just say this: you park that uh, Weber grill that close to the pool, you're just asking. Yeah, to fall it's in. his fault. Yeah. No. So, um, you, you know what I do love, though, too, is that the rest of the movie, the house is trashed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's only it, a couple it, of days. It keeps but... that continuity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when she comes up, like when he comes back and he's like, why is the house trash? And she's like, I want a band on MTP. <laughs> like that, that to me, I was like, that is such a good. Yeah excuse in the moment yeah totally. and they do they do totally look like a european oh yeah and of the 80s mtv scum yeah is this duran duran <laughs> yeah blonde jim carrey man when he walks out of that like so tanning, handsome that stand-up tanning bed i saw like when when because jeff goldblum like uh, as a kid this mm-hmm. role and then probably vibes are you familiar with oh Hawkins? yes with cindy lopper okay. Put your yeah. hands on he, the screen. Yeah, he's so handsome. <laughs> and when the doors open for him, like mm-hmm. it reminds me of that scene of Bridget Jones is when it's like uh, Hugh Grand <laughs> sure. elevator opening yeah. and the, it's just like this guy is so hot. It reminds me of the fly when he emerges. He's also shirtless. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I have the fly. Well, not me, but that's the fly. Yay. Oh, wow. I love that. <laughs> fly poster in the background. We just saw yeah. the fly at the drive-in. We did. A few months oh, ago. cool. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum is at this time Pete Goldblum. Pete, Pete so Goldblum. handsome. Yeah. Who knew that he had that chest? That crazy. And I'm not even I'm all, like, like I feel like I'm all about the chest like that's oh, yeah. where I go with men. <laughs> like uh that's a chest, man. Yeah, that's for sure. He has he has the big chest packs and the small waist. Yeah. And because in this movie they are shaved aliens. 
Mm-hmm. They all have like they're completely shaved. So they shaved under their arms and everything. Yeah, I saw that mm-hmm. when he's like they're in the bed and, and I was like, Well, I guess that goes with it. You yeah, know, like he's got no armpit hair. Mm-hmm. It's like Jim Carrey when he was under the under the ship, like fixing the ship in the pool yeah, on I- a skateboard, I noticed it. I was like, Oh my gosh. They got so, everything. Have you ever seen Jeff Goldblum's piano show in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. I feel I like all of our girlfriends have been there at least once. Yeah. I didn't talk to him or anything, but, but yeah, we, he's very good. But don't and he we, plays the piano in this, I assume he's really playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, that was something where I always had that little tidbit of just like, a little character note that they dropped in. Yeah, a little nugget of knowledge that I had about Jeff Goldblum because like to me I I watched this movie a lot as a kid and I was obsessed with it, but I also knew that not a lot of other people did. So, mm-hmm. yes. like, I knew that this was kind of like a weird movie that, like, I was mm-hmm. the weirdo singing because I'm a blonde. Um, and n- not, a lot of, not a lot of other people did. So, to me, I was like, well, I kind of had that little tidbit of knowledge about Jeff Goldblum because I saw him playing in this. And I was like, I think he's really playing the piano. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this was always kind of like my little, like, it was my little piece of, like, I don't know. Sure. Something that I don't really think I had a lot of friends when I was younger that watched this movie. It was like me and my sister no. just like It's one of those things like where when you got to middle school or high school and somebody knew about it, you're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, yeah. You're people." <laughs> <laughs> totally. Like Killer Clowns from Outer Space or something. I used to love oh Killer God. Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> so good. Did you guys ever see Hunk? Oh, I oh feel like God. you have told me the about Hunk. The guy from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Okay, sure. Hunk. That rings a bell. You should watch Hunk. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> I, think I think it's on YouTube, actually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my relationship with Jeff Goldblum is I've never been one of those people that he's like, oh, he's so handsome. But then I rewatch stuff like this in The Fly, and I'm just like, I, yeah. have, I have been underestimating <laughs> the Goldblum. Yeah, when he's got his hair like this. Yeah, I was just about to mention really his hair. His, yeah, he's very handsome. Yeah, when I was just about to mention his hair, when he comes out of of his you know tanning bed, and it's like it's he's backlit with these like neon yeah. you know or fluorescent lights, and the steam comes out. That hair is so like quaffed and beautiful. Mm-hmm. You should play mm-hmm. that clip. We have it. Yes, let's let's take a listen. Okay, Val, are you ready? I think they're almost done. Okay, with the big red one, I went for the blonde surfer look. We are human now. I don't believe it. He's even cute. I know. Vincent, huh? Val, you won't believe this. Okay. Surprise. Is that Zebra? Oh my god, you look totally black. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Real good. 
I started on poodles. That reveal of <laughs> Jeff is so dreamy. Yeah, and just him saying, "Yeah, good, good." <laughs> so just you're, the, you're I have to say too, at the the club scene with Damon Wayans, even Damon Wayans, like he's his outfit is so oh yeah, cool, he can hit it, and he's so hot. Yeah, it's, wow, Damon Wayans. It's so interesting. Then he too. starts moving his ears, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that was weird. <laughs> um, it's interesting too because a lot of the wardrobe in this movie, like I said, Julie Brown's wardrobe is super. 80s um mm-hmm. and her hair is crazy but she's like a stylist and like a kooky character so yeah. that's one thing but yeah i feel like damon wayne's outfits uh jim carrey's outfit goldblum's outfit I, they don't look super dated you could see any of these guys <laughs> no, yeah, on I, the I, venice boardwalk I, I was like if if jeff goldblum looking like that in that outfit we're yeah. walking around and especially damon wayne's like, yeah that totally. outfit that he's in with the tank top and the high hot and the high tops, yeah. I was just like, those high tops are so cool. Yeah, uh, those pants on him are like just so yeah, you know, it's very cool. And then yeah, if Jeff Goldblum were just like walking down the street, I'd be like, that's the coolest man alive. No, totally. I would <laughs> marry you. <laughs> I love the setup when they take them out for a night on the town. <laughs> I think it's so good. This one? Mm-hmm. Whoa, candy. Reality check. We can't go out with these guys. They're aliens. So, they can still be dates. Do you guys have margaritas on your planet? Candy. I- so with the margaritas. I wonder if margaritas <laughs> are, like, a new thing. And even at the end, when they go off in the spaceship, Candy, like, throws a margarita <laughs> can <laughs> into the ship. The margaritas. <laughs> she had canned margaritas. And I love that scene, because there's no reason why Candy should show up, but she just shows up with cocktails yeah. to, like, send them on their way. Well, she, ha- she has to have a goodbye, mm-hmm. you know, with Val, who's leaving to another planet... Yeah. I love I love the sad look on Candy's face. She's like, Well, okay, if if you really want this, yeah. I'm gonna miss yeah. you. Call me. Call me. Here's a margarita. Gina Davis is sort of like, I can't call you. But uh I also I, I would like to say that I wish that the kitty had ended up with Julie Brown. Oh, oh sure. sure. Bambi. And because even because when <laughs> Do you remember when she's on the phone, like, crying about him leaving? Yeah. Or, like, throwing him out. And she's like, the worst thing happened. And she's like, oh, no, Bambi's fine. Yeah. So, obviously. (laughs) When Bambi gets thrown in the pool. (laughs) Oh, my God. This wet wet cat crawling out of the pool. Well, even when he's, like, cuddling the cat at the end, you can tell, like, the cat wants to get away. Oh, yes. (laughs) This kitty was not treated. Yeah. it it, (laughs) it, it, It fully looks like someone picked her up and threw her when she yeah. flies into the into the water poor it's bambi like, oh my god a big persian cat named bambi yeah i love it so so handsome big white persian um yeah they probably only had one like it wasn't one of those things where they're like well this is the swimming bambi and this is yeah. you know the cuddling bambi they just a fake kitty that yeah was, oh my gosh speaking of cats treated badly i don't know the last time you saw dune but there's this one cat in dune <gasps> it's like in a little cage yes, in the it's box they have all these like wires yes. and i was they're like milking it or something concerned. it's yeah very yeah. concerned for that cat it's upsetting that scene is pretty upsetting for multiple reasons there's a lot going on in, yeah <laughs> in dune so they go to a nightclub 
you remember what the nightclub is called? It's called Deca Dance. Deca like, Dance. Like Decadence. And they set dressed the Griffith Observatory to be a nightclub. <laughs> and yeah. it is so goddamn cool. Like, I want to go to this great. nightclub. It looks fun. Like, I want to go party there. And that's just I one know, of I those. I it should just turn it into that once yeah. a year. They do, I mean, they do the laserium. That's fun. Everybody's like, yeah. everybody's getting put, stoned before Put some that. cages in there. Yep. It'll be the same thing. Well, I mean, my thing was, I just assumed it was the exterior. And then once we went inside, we were just in some, like, club oh, yeah. Know, set. Yeah, but, but definitely one of those um, <laughs> moments when you're a kid and you see characters go to a bar and a club and a movie. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> I can't wait until I get old enough to go to the Griffith Observatory nightclub. Yeah, and you dream about having one of those dance-offs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I thought for sure that that was, what's her name, from uh, Fresh Prince, but it's not. Oh, okay. are, they from, uh, yeah. are they from Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Okay, so the, the two twins in the at the beauty salon. Oh, sure, that's them, sure. Fun. Um, there's like a set of twins in, when they're doing the um, the makeover. Brand new girl. Brand new girl. They're they're in. Girls just want to have fun. Um, the girls at the observatory that they kind of see in the car, like the Valley Girls. The one of them has the American Express earrings, which I yeah. love. Kiki and Tammy. Tammy has the American Express earring, and also movies that made us gay all star. It's <laughs> Stacy Travis from Ghost World. She is the the woman that uh, Seymour starts dating in Ghost World. What? She's the one that that um, responds to the personal, but like yeah. the real woman. And her favorite song is is uh what is it like solid a, like a rock solid, <laughs> solid like but a yeah, rock like stacy travis like with these credit yeah. card cutout earrings and i also just love the universe of this movie of this is just like a fashion choice of these valley girls yes yeah well they it was so much fun with valley girls yes her hair is crazy she's got like a big bouffant hair mm-hmm. hairstyle one of the other girls the first girl that says i'm going home with him they all crazy they time. all rightly want to fuck jim carrey because <laughs> who wouldn't in this movie um she, that girl was uh in the monster squad Oh, that's how I, yeah. I knew I knew her from something. She's the, the sister that's not a virgin. Yeah, yes, right? indeed. He doesn't count. Doesn't count. Yes. That didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, then they have to, oh, crazy. Yes. Uh, this, so that's that's her. But which is crazy because she's playing like a teenager in that movie. When was that? I feel like that was right around the same time. 80. I'd say it's a little earlier. Yeah, it's pro- it probably Eight, is. 87. Probably like 86, 87. But that's only like two years. Yeah. This dance scene is bananas. Like, what is going yeah. on? This is Morris Day. This- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the same thing. He's right out of Purple Rain. He's wearing yeah. this, like, zoot suit situation. He's yeah. got the, like, the Billy. Attitude. Yeah. What you got? What you got? Yep. I just expect, like, some, uh, some like, henchman of his to come with like a giant yeah, mirror with another cane. yeah another cane and a floor-length mirror for him to like you know check himself yeah, out check himself. he's got like the billy d williams hair like it's crazy the dance sequence is nuts but i mean again this movie's like a pseudo musical so mm-hmm. yeah. you let it slide go with it yeah. yeah i mean it lives in its own universe and then yeah. he, he does the spin to just oh like- man 
where he's like setting the floor on fire. Drill, drills himself into like the basement of this club. But definitely not the stuff that you see in comedies anymore. No. No. You never get like a fun dance break like this. I, I love though in movies where like dancing is kind of like a thing with characters and like a tough guy character is just like, he can't dance. Like yeah. that's like just put down. He can't yeah. even he can't even dance, and it's like show right. me some moves. Yeah, <laughs> whereas like a normal person would be like, so, yeah, sorry, I I am not a trained dancer. You are absolutely right. Yeah. You are absolutely. What's <laughs> that one in? Um, is it Can't Buy Me Love? Where he's like trying to watch the show beforehand. Amer- he's trying to watch American Bandstand. Is yeah, and, and he ends up watching the African Anteater Ritual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love. I love Can't Buy Me Love. I think it's okay. I think oh, Patrick I Dempsey's it. It really cute, but yeah. I, How did it hold up when you watched it recently? It's actually really good. Oh, okay. I will say. <laughs> Although, yeah, the one thing I've noticed, because I, I feel like I've gone back and watched a lot of 80s movies that I either like sort of forgot or mm-hmm. only saw once. And um, I feel like our, we have HBO now or whatever it is and they have a lot of old 80s movies yeah so if i see them i'll like really try and pressure john into watching (laughs) with me (laughs) but he like can't buy me love too and uh there's this shirt that he wears in it where it's like the you are here yes and i got it (laughs) oh love it i saw it and i was like i need that shirt right (laughs) and i like got on etsy and i found it That's so cool. I always loved that shirt. Yeah. Like, even from when I was a kid. My thing he's was- just, he's, he, she's actually a really good person in yes. the movie. She is. Her friends are yeah, not. Yeah, all of the are friends are just and assholes. Like, but she's, she does a very good job of like teaching him how it actually is and like showing, and he's the one that, uh, He's he does not yes yes follow he, the rules and he's sort of a dick correct. But. I feel like she had that attitude like Veronica in Heather's where she's like yeah. being popular is a job and I hate my coworkers yeah <laughs> so but but we digress yes <laughs> the nightclub scene at the observatory in this movie is amazing um, the dance break is fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we eventually... Oh, and we get to see, you know, uh, Goldblum play the piano. The piano yep. and make his moves, which I feel like it's almost like... I wish they gave more time to, like, mm-hmm. sure. being into her. I feel like he just, like, mostly feels sorry for her. Like, why is she so sad about this other guy? Like, I can make you feel... The like way this. that yeah. Jeff yeah, it's, looks it's at really good. Gina yeah. Yeah. is just he's so, so in love. Good. When he yeah. looks at her. I love it. Chemistry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those two have it. True. Yeah, maybe they just didn't have to develop the story. Because hey. they were like, look at him. <laughs> and just like, how cool it, it, is it just for these two as a couple that they had just made the fly. Like, this crazy, fucked up David Cronenberg movie. And then they just make this fun alien yeah. musical. And they just did it yeah. as a couple, just to have fun. I love that. It is great. Yeah. Um, so after they go home and do it, and at first Val is like, "Where you're an alien? I don't even know if like we can." Her alien nightmare. Oh my god! Sequence is is so so good. Yeah. I always I always forget about it. Yeah. Oh, and it has everything. When she opens the refrigerator. <laughs> 
that <laughs> little person, like Oompa Loompa situation yes. in the fridge. You know, all the neighbors are aliens. Robbie the robot is like there. Robbie's there from, and, from Forbidden Planet. You know, but again, it's that thing <laughs> where it's that it's that 80s retro right so everything is like 50s sci-fi stuff that you know these adults at the time that was from their childhood you know but to us as kids that you know it was super vintage but it was very like peewee's playhouse and you know Mm -hmm. just that kind of cool just off the wall enough you know um, i was gonna say this movie is following by about a year and a half peewee's big adventure Right. So it just sort of takes kind of those ideas and it does this with it. Yeah. With a science fiction movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it does kind of have that kind of like Tim Burton sensibility mm-hmm. as far as like the the 50s kind of uh, sci-fi aesthetic. But yeah, I was uh, that's exactly where I was going. That dream is like so crazy. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> yeah. and also – like at least I know, if I slept with an alien, mm-hmm. I would definitely have a nightmare immediately about how I just had sex with an alien. Like, wait, what was I thinking? I love that she's popping awesome. like five birth controls <laughs> at once, and she like looks over and she's like, yeah, and "Let's throw some face. more in there, yeah. just to be safe." Yeah, I'm like, can you OD on those? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it, um, it probably just gives you a really bad headache. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, this is when you know the pool finally gets drained. You know, Woody takes Zebo and Whiplock out to you know to go to the beach to find babes, um, and they have this crazy candy. adventure. Candy? Do you have candy? Do you have candy? <laughs> oh yeah, candy. Yeah, and get some candy, some man. Some licorice. Get some, get some brewskis <laughs> and candy. Yeah. Okay, so this is when we meet the iconic Angeline. <laughs> so do we have any Angeline stories? Have you ever actually r- oh, yeah. run into Angeline in the wild? Because you see her a I lot. I had a very beautiful moment oh. where I had gone. There's this like swimming hole in Malibu. I don't know if it's technically Malibu. It's off Las Virginis. Mm-hmm. Kind of in those um, like hills. You have to, yeah, and you have to hike down. Oh wow! And it's very steep, and you have to walk along the highway like through the tunnel to get there. Or at least I did. Maybe some other people don't do this. <laughs> so I had just finished climbing up the hill with my friend, and you know it's sort of an accomplishment anyway. And so we've just finished climbing, started walking back to our car, and it's like a mile walk or whatever. Oh my god! Angeline's pink Corvette comes around this curvy road, passes us, and we both look at each other and immediately just say, Angeline! <laughs> Angeline! As and you do all, when she drives hugged, by. Yeah. We hugged. You hugged we each other. Like, yeah, because it was just like such a magic moment and we had just like finished this big hike. It was beautiful. Wow, that's so awesome. We have a pretty good Angeline story. We were at the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I was reviewing the remake of Pete's Dragon with Bryce Dallas Howard. Do you remember yeah. the remake of Pete's Dragon? It was pretty cute. I liked it. Never saw it. Um, but we were leaving the theater, like, walking out on the Hollywood Boulevard, like, the Walk of Fame, and there she is, like, right in front of us. Well, it was a red light, mm-hmm. and her car She was stopped up right in front of the El Cap stopped. Theater. Yeah, so and we walk we, out. like, wave her down, like, Angeline! Yeah. We were just, what like... What a power trip to just, like, drive down Oh, Hollywood yeah. Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So it's it's a 
it's a press screener for Pete's Dragon. So there's a bunch of people on the oh, sidewalk, oh but it's also like we're we're waving and we're like hey 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 and like waving and everybody's looking at us like we're crazy people and we're like and like don't you know fucking pink Corvette there is like the Los Angeles National Treasure right there so then and it's a red light right remember yeah and she stopped so then she like points at us at us yeah and and gives us one of these starts like she beckons us us up to the car so like I run out there. Into the street and like stick my head in her Corvette. Naturally. Yes. And I forgot what she said, but she gives me a business card. And then she goes, wait. And she gives me like a stack of them. And she goes, for your friends. (laughs) Drives off. (laughs) Drives off. Yes. And I was like, I love you, Angelique. I feel like we've had friends that have just seen her shopping at Ralph's too. Oh, I'm sure. In Los Vilas, yeah. like picking out no, fruit. Somebody like said that they were asked. They were sort of like sounded like they were hounding her. Like, oh, can I get a picture or whatever? And she oh, required them to buy like a t-shirt. Yes. Oh, you have to. Yeah. If it's and a situation, they were, like, sort of giving me like throwing shade, and I was like, dude, you're the one asking for her picture. Like, she true. has her merch in her trunk. She can pop yeah. it open, and you can yeah. buy an Angeline T-shirt. Yeah, if she wasn't dr- like driving, if the car was stopped, and I was like, "Hey," she probably yeah. would have made us buy something to even yeah. talk to us because that's just she's known for that. People are just like, "You have to buy a T-shirt if you want to like get a picture yeah. with her or whatever," which is fine. That's her gig, you know. She's making that money, but um, she gave me those business cards, and I loved okay. it when she was like, "For your friends," and she gave me a big stack. Yeah. <laughs> ah, thank you, Angela. We love yeah. you. Bless her heart. Yes. I do have to say the uh, rear bumper of the car was a little smashed. I think that but, she since know. got it fixed, or a, or a whole another one. Yeah, or she I just got they a just whole another one. Her, like she just yeah trades them in all the but time. But just Angeline, one of those very specific Los Angeles celebrities that mm-hmm. she was just sort of the pre Kim K of her day in the eighties <laughs> that she just yeah, she made was, this like, brand and her brand was herself. She wasn't an actress. She wasn't yeah. like. She didn't even also, uh, yeah. like, she didn't have to take her clothes off. Yeah. She didn't have to, like, do anything. Like, she just, she she played the gimmick. And, she like, invested just, in and that Hollywood icon. billboard. Yeah. And she's an icon. That voice in this movie where she's just like, yes. unlet it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of them. Can you back up? We love that shot I of her. I see that, uh... Like, there was an award section, like, for the movie. And I was like, well, let's see what this movie got. And she got nominated for a Golden Raspberry. (gasps) No. I have a lot to say about the Razzies because they're a little misogynist. Yeah, F the Razzies. They just like the dump on famous women like Angeline. Yeah. It's like, okay. So she's not an actress. It's like, Razzies, Razzies, go fuck yourself. Also, I think the people that run that organization are a bunch of, like, insufferable nerds. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like those kind of people that like they know how funny it is because a movie's bad, and they're going to tell yeah. you, and they're going to make sure you know that how in on the joke they are. It's you like know? it's like mm-hmm. calm down. it's like the yeah. first time that you see Tyler Perry show up in Worst Actress for a Medea movie, and then you see it four years in a row every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying, there's a lot of um, a lot of like dolphin caps, like Kangol hats, and like uh, mm-hmm. you know worn forward, and just. 
<laughs> just nerdiness. Um, I love that cutaway of Angeline in the back, in the background, um, and she's talking to the cops. Yes. Yeah. When she says she thinks, I think that's one of them. Um. The, so oh, they steal Woody's. They steal the Woody. They steal mm-hmm. Woody's car. Oh, they kind of trash Woody's car. All of his pool the beautiful stuff car. is in this car. It is a beautiful car, and yeah, all of it. This is his job. He's a pool man. All his yeah, crap he's is also just very gracious when he calls Gina Davis. He's like, "Hey, man, <laughs> your friends." <laughs> Stole my car. They just held up a liquor store. Those scenes <laughs> of Jim hanging, Jim and Damon hanging out of that car on the 405 freeway <laughs> look I so know. dangerous. Oh, uh, and like when the car passes him and he back, like I was, that's He's, actually some serious stunt work. You see yeah. Jim like hanging out of this car, mm-hmm. driving with his feet. Although in the scene where he first sees those valley girls that he thinks are Finland babes and he steps out. Yeah, that's that not is him. clearly not him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is uh, some Spaceballs level uh, stunt work. But yeah. um, in, <laughs> in this scene where they're driving the Woody backwards on the freeway, it looks mm-hmm. r- it looks frightening. And um, it eventually ends up in the iconic Randy's Donuts giant, mm-hmm. you know, giant donut. I haven't, I've never been icon. to Randy's Donuts. There's two. Aren't there two Randy's? I feel like there's two. There's the one in Inglewood, and then I think there's a second one. I went there when the the spaceship was being carted oh, through sure. Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, so that, I got that picture or whatever, but I've never been there and gotten to a have donut. A donut. Okay. But Jennifer Moranizic, friend of the pod. Yes. Um, <laughs> she one time she went during the Rams uh, Super Bowl. Sure, and she brought the Rams donuts to my house, and I had one, and they, they were really, really good. Wow, we need to get Jennifer on the pod soon. Yes, indeed, mm-hmm. it's lots of fun. That's really cool. Um, I can do it if you haven't done Titanic yet. Back then. oh, <laughs> that's a good fun. idea. I have been planning a Titanic episode, and she is an excellent person to have on. Yeah, for it. she and I went when they did the re-release. We saw it in uh, LA Live. Oh wow! Together, and sang the song. There were like three people there. We saw it in like it's some random movie. theater in Whittier. The re-release with my mom, and uh, it was La Habra. The Titanic showing at the Vista was one of the last movies that we saw in the theater in 2020. We saw a showing, a Valentine's Day showing at the Vista in February. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Wow, we love Titanic. We'll get to it eventually, and we'll have Jen on. I, when I sometimes think of how many hours I've spent in the theater seeing Titanic. Like. Yeah. I mean, didn't I say that I've, I've – I think I saw it four times in the theater. Two in the original run, once with my mom and Scott in the re-release, and then yeah. once at the Valentine's Day. I only saw it once when it initially came out, yeah. and I was so disappointed I didn't make it to – I didn't make it to – Again. To it again. Yeah. So I feel like I've had to make up – <laughs> I've had to make it up these past few years. I saw it twice in the theaters when it first came out. Yeah, but that's that's like six hours. Yeah, t- just, just right there. there. Yeah. And then you know you and I know I watched it again in the theater, and I mm-hmm. hope that's it. But then- <laughs> <laughs> more, more Titanic. <laughs> um, so I feel like the last like 
portion of this movie, the whole like weird chase in the hospital and, you know, everybody gets arrested after the car theft and the liquor store robbery and all of that. But we end up... They take them to the hospital for yes. whatever reason. Right. Right. They end up at at, uh, at Dr. Love's hospital. I mm-hmm. forget why the cops are taking them there. But there's a, there's a moment where um, Mac uses his love touch on the cops. The yeah. love touch. I always forget about the love touch. Like, that's one of his alien superpowers. Yeah. Yeah, we first see him use it on the cat. he use it on Valerie, right? He doesn't that's have just to. Just no. regular touch. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that with the cat, I mm-hmm. always liked the, like, the color version of the cat. Totally yeah. Around. She looks so pretty. Yes, probably yeah, on a so lot of cats. Is it on the officers to make them fall in love? <laughs> the scene might be a <laughs> little questionable when 2020 standards, but hey, I think it works. I think it's funny. Yeah. When he says the one cop says to the other one that his eyes are just a shade off of a shade of Liz Taylor vibe. <laughs> And then they're like, by the time they're home, like Gina Davis is driving and they're in the back seat and like planning their home purchase I love- or something. <laughs> yeah, I love I I I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, there's a you know there's a kind of uh, it's not drawn out, but I feel like you know this little chase situation at the hospital is like, what's going on here? Oh well. Yeah, and then we terrorize Vicky the nurse. Yes, again. Poor Vicky. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this thing that you always see in, like, sitcoms of if you're in a hospital room, someone is in a complete full body cast like a Mm -hmm. mummy, and they can't even move. Mm -hmm. Hit the call button. No way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to see those nurse cha-chas. Yeah. And of uh, course, Doctor Love is attracted to Gina Davis when he doesn't know it's Gina Davis. Yes, so, excited about checking her heartbeat, and he can never tell uh, his own fiance. First yeah. in the yeah. blonde wig, who's your friend? Yeah, and then here he's always just like thrown, like who's this? You know, this mystery woman. Yeah, the whole heartbeat thing because the aliens have two hearts. Yeah, so we're we're. Intentionally trying he's to drive him crazy. He's getting all excited about like some medical breakthrough that mm-hmm. he's going to be on the discovery and, end. Of and he and does recognize them from the house, right? He does recognize them when they come in. He's like, "Oh, you mm-hmm. two again? Yeah, like, this would be fun." He presses like Jim Carrey's bruise. <laughs> the MTV scum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, eventually. How do they make it out of the hospital? They convince him that he's hearing things and he's, he right. goes a little crazy. And then yeah. they, but he still follows them out to the car and he rides home <laughs> with her. Yeah. And are, is he supposed to not know that they're in the back seat? That's why I feel like this whole last portion, it's like, we just got to get him back it's to the kind house. Of, it's kind we of just, thrown together. We just, we just, yeah, back like they, they we, we just have to get him back yeah. to the spaceship. Yeah. Which I have to say, like, these days, when, like, I just have less time to watch movies, like, when this movie is, like, I think it was, like, what, an hour and 27 minutes mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. That is a, that's a great little ditty. Like, oh, I, yeah. I love it when you can cram a story into one hour and 27 minutes. Oh, for sure. 
Thank give me, you. Give me like a a brisk ninety minute runtime, like yeah. Bill and Ted yeah. face the music. Yeah, and nice. I'm in. Yeah, we watched it like right after we like we had a little dinner, put the movie on, and it was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is a respectable time. Like I have I have the energy for that. Like mm-hmm. um at the end of the day, like and, and also it's like lots of times you just don't need it. Like when it's some fluff movie and it's like 2 hours and 20 minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like why? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. Do we need this? That weird like Judd Apatow comedy length over 2 hours for yeah. a movie like mm-hmm. that doesn't need to happen. Especially comedies. Yeah, I feel like comedies keep the snappy. Like there's there's a solid, you know, there's a there's a a dramedy, mm-hmm. you know that that you know you can you can do that and it's, yeah, you can get a real like Oscar worthy comedy out of it and stuff. But if you're if you just want to make me laugh, like one forty five. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, we uh, we eventually you know they get back to the house, they get back to the spaceship. Um, I was, you know, each time I watch it, I'm just like, should she go, should she go with him? <laughs> should Max stay on earth? It definitely seems like a rash decision because yeah, they sure. were taking <laughs> off and she's yeah. like, wait, no, yeah. uh, no, I th- like, I'm not into this. And, you know, she's got her house. She's got things going on. <laughs> I like it when she's quizzing. Jeff Goldblum about like his life on his other planet. She's yeah. like, so is uh, is spaceship driver is that is that like a good job? <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, do you own? Do you rent? Do you own or rent? rent? <laughs> <laughs> like sizing up like her yeah. prospect. So, do you think that she's going to bring um, nail art to his <laughs> home planet? Do you think that's her like lot in life? What she's going to do? As long as they don't, you know, do what we would do to a, a foreign alien. Right, like sure. <laughs> and, she, you know, she's going to be like this bald woman, you know, on this planet. <laughs> bald thing, I think I love you. I love when she's, she says that people are going to think you're a, a Wookiee or a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I like to think that she, he does bring her back to Earth to go visit mm-hmm. Julie Brown. Yeah, they could have a very go up for margaritas. I mean, inter, inter- I mean, it's space travel. Anything's yes. possible. Yes. Yeah, if, if she can pay her mortgage and you know, <laughs> that was my thing too. I'm like, you're kicking out your doctor fiance and you're a nail tech. Um, is this house paid for? Because yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Was this gonna... your grandma's house? Yeah. Cause, yeah, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That was that was my concern now <laughs> in 2020. I never thought about that as a kid. I'm just that's her house, but now I'm yeah, just like, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to leave that. Yeah, no. You, you you hold on to California real estate. Exactly, too. exactly. Yeah. In that neighborhood, in this economy, I'm looking over my notes of anything that that we yeah. didn't that we didn't discuss already. Oh, I love the Julie Brown's workstation. She has a little beefcake calendar. I love that. Yes, I saw that. I'm a sucker for a, a beefcake calendar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of oiled up guys in Speedos. I love it. Um, the Julio Iglesias album that he tries to turn her on with. <laughs> yeah, he, he puts mm-hmm. his... Oh, wait. Okay, Scott, I wanted to talk to you about this. When he's doing her song, uh, she's throwing some vinyl in the fire. Yes. And she throws the soundtrack to Who's That Who's Girl? Who's That Girl? 
Now, does how she? did you feel? <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah, she does. She Shocking. pulls it out. We actually, my sister had that record. No, no. <laughs> Causing the commotion. Great song. Yeah, that 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 was a questionable move. Uh, as she's destroying the house, is she killing those fish when she? She's putting champagne. When into she the puts fish champagne tank. into the fish tank. Well, they seem fine until mm-hmm. they get eaten. Yeah, true. Which that looks like. I always hear about like people just actually actually eating fish for these rolls. Like, why oh is yeah, necessary. But um, hopefully, they didn't do that. No, I'm sure there was a fish wrangler on set. <laughs> yeah. Those uh, those fish skeletons that they pulled out of their mouths. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have any any other final? Uh, did you? Did, was there anything else you wanted to bring up about this movie before we wrap it up, Moran? Because this movie is so much fun. I but... don't know. You know, it is. It's so colorful and campy and like mm-hmm. pretty. And yeah, I do just love seeing Los Angeles. Yeah. Like vintage Los Angeles looks so good, and it's so much fun. Yeah. Definitely. Two, two makeover scenes. <laughs> oh, love it. Indeed. Uh, I, I feel like for me it was, you know, it's the songs. It's the, um, because there were campy songs. Um, mm-hmm. There were funny songs. YouTube, Julie Brown song, Because I'm a Blonde. And it is songwriting brilliant. Yes. Of when you listen to all of those lyrics. Just mm-hmm. how, just doing a dumb blonde song and it's so smart. Like all yeah. of these yeah. lines are just so fucking witty. Yeah, the brilliance actually, of Julie Brown. There's like, and I don't. Yeah, it is just so smart, and it makes me. It made me think of one person in particular, but I shouldn't oh. talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got a former we, coworker. Oh sure. I just have this one philosophy. So what? So what? And it's just very, I think that if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race and you're familiar with Trixie Mattel, that's totally her aesthetic that she got from this movie, this character, and she brought it to drag. So brilliant. Love it. For sure. Look it up. In fact, I remember on Trixie's Meet the Queens on her season, Mm -hmm. and they asked her, what's like your ideal lip sync for your life song? And she said, because I'm a blonde. By Julie Brown. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. We'll tag her in our Instagram post then. Uh, we'll definitely be tagging Julie Brown in our Instagram because she commented on our Clueless episode. She did. So about <gasps> that? She commented about the dialogue, the Valley Girl dialogue in Clueless of how some of it was prior existing and then they just made made some of it up. Mm-hmm. And the costumes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So hopefully Julie... Maybe you'll listen to this episode. Julia, I hope you're listening. We love, we love you. <laughs> Come on the show. Yes, indeed. Well, I think we've um, I think we made it to the end. We did. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show. Thank it would have, it, it would have been fun to do it with you in person. Yeah. Before this all started, Moran and I had one uh, last hurrah at Disneyland the week oh. that all this shit went down. Yeah. We Can went we to Disneyland. Those, those, <laughs> we those babes in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Disneyland on Monday and hall and all hell broke loose on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I remember us talking about like this is going to be fine. It's going to blow over. I'm not worried about it. Are, are you worried about it? I also it? I just was telling somebody like how many times I've regretted. You know how you got the Star Wars Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you didn't get on ride. the Rise of Resistance. 
Yeah, he gave me the opportunity. I could have walked <laughs> right over there and done it. But I was like, you know, I'm going to be back here. And I'm going to be back in like a month. For Isaac's birthday. Like, yeah. I'm good. I'll do it then. And probably uh, the last time that I sat down in a restaurant, we were at the North Woods Inn. Mm-hmm. Off of the freeway. Which, that was first time for everybody, and it was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Clearman's, uh, love Northwoods Inn. It's got that Crazy. snowy roof. Yes, three sixty-five. I wanted to go there my entire life. <laughs> Finally, I was in charge with like nobody else on a timeline in my car. <laughs> love it! Wow, that's fun. Well, yeah. I I didn't go. I think I worked that day, but it was another thing that I was like, "Well, I gotta pass. You guys just go. I'm gonna go to work." We'll yeah, do it I'll again soon. Yeah. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. One day we'll be back. <laughs> but yeah, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you so much. So much fun. Thank you. Love Hope- you guys. Yes, indeed. Hopefully we'll see you again soon. But it's time to say goodnight. Bye. Thanks for staying on. See you later, Moran. Bye. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to hit ground you walk on while we're. Good idea. So we got to keep it under two minutes because it just ends. I don't want it to just be like. Yeah, I think we can. Okay. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. That was a fun episode. Did you have some fun, Scott? I had so much fun. I love this movie. Me too. Me too. Well, everybody out there listening, we would love it if you would rate and review our show. Give us five stars. Give us five stars. We haven't had a review in a while. I'd like to read one on the air. I know. We haven't had a review in a while, people. Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a good review if you love our show. We'd also love it if you would follow us on Patreon www.patreon.com We just sent out our newsletter and if you, if you join Patreon we will send you some of the old newsletters too. Yes indeed. We will definitely do that for you. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Movies That Made Us Gay and you can follow us on Twitter at MTMUGpod Exactly. Uh, I am on Twitter at Peter Lasagna. I am Scott Youngbauer and I'm also on Letterboxd at just Scott Youngbauer. Yes, if you want to look me up on Letterboxd and see what I'm watching. Yes, indeed. I'm not on Letterboxd yet, but I'm uh, that handle for me is Twitter and Instagram, actually. But, yeah, definitely look us up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following. We'll see you next week with a next fresh episode. Next week for our Thanksgiving episode. <gasps> we got a really good movie for Thanksgiving. I'm excited about it. Awesome. That's fun. Our guest is going to be really funny. Well, uh, until then, you guys will find out soon what it is. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy listening. Gina will play you out. Yes, indeed. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.